Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Let me ask you guys a question. Well, first of all, let me say, if some of you are new, and we have at least one new person here today, uh, don't forget that you can get the notes and the recordings. Uh, the recordings are all on the website, uh, on the um, community. Uh, and if you have a Victor reading, uh, if you have a Victor reader stream, you can get them and they're all available, or I can send you any that you don't have. There are, There is one that never got recorded, and that's Lesson 3, but I made a short version of it, which I can send you. The rest of them have all been recorded, and we're on Lesson 45 today, so we're really getting into it. But let me just ask you guys a question. I've been doing something which I thought would make it easier for you, which I thought would make it easier. Hello, Carla which I thought would make it easier for you, but I don't know if it's confusing you or making it easier or making it hard. And that is this. A lot of times we have a lesson to do. And so we have, so we have a lesson to do. Uh, for example, we might have some homework to do from a lesson. And then we might have whatever's new that day to go over. And I've been putting that all in a lesson and saying things left over from the previous lesson and then new things. The reason I do that is so that you won't have to switch files in the middle. In other words, you wouldn't have to look for from lesson 44 to lesson 45 or whatever. Is that all right? Does that make sense to everybody the way we've been doing it? Or would you rather me do a lesson for last week and then a lesson for the new stuff this week as a separate lesson? Does anyone care? I like yeah, the way you do right. it. I like the way you do it because you don't have to go back and forth. That's what I thought, and that's why I do it. Mm -hmm. But okay, I still so haven't we'll... figured a way how to save my when I do the homework, it just disappears with the, the touch. I don't know what Well, you know what you might have to do? Well, of course, you know, you know what you could do, Carla, is put your answers below the problem, whatever the lesson is, and then save it right away. Save it and call it by a new name, like you might have, well, it should save it as it is. It should save it as lesson 45 or whatever. But you could save as and call it by a new name. But if you save it, it should it should appear again in your, because I do Bible study that way. Yeah, I can't imagine what's going on. But if you just make yourself a duplicate file, in case you don't want to see the files with the answers, and then you can have, but I put my answers in my file if I ever do any. Yeah, that's what I put it in the file, and then they disappear, and then I'm. Like, <laughs> the sense, so. That's so. annoying. That's annoying. And that, on the braille, like the on the braille, on the braille sensor disappearing. No, I'm still not advanced enough. I tried to do it on the braille sense and made a real mess. But on the touch, and it's a mess. I can't wait to get some more lessons on the sense. We will. We will, well. I can you know tell what? you what to do on the braille sense. We can. We can call you this week sometime and talk about this. How about that? Wait till she has some free time because she never well, has any of that. Or you can call us, whichever is. You talk. I don't want to take your time, but I'm. Yeah. I really am enjoying these lessons and. Yeah. I'm I'm not worth much after I come back from school, but I do. No, well, I'm not <laughs> worth much tired. before I go to school. I'm not worth much before I go to school, Carl. So yeah, don't feel bad about that. So uh, that's fine. All right. Um, so Can anyway, I have a question. This is Musi. I have a question. Uh, yes, I, it's hard to find the principal parts of a verb. I have to go back and find them, right? You don't list okay. them anywhere. Uh -huh. Well, yes, they're all listed in lesson 39, I think. I think it's okay. all the, all the verbs that you need 39. are in lesson 39. Okay. Now, would it be would it be helpful if I made you a like a a file just with them in it and called yeah. it principal parts? It would helped me. <laughs> Then yeah, that would be a list of all the verbs we had, what they mean, um, principal parts. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, I can do that. I can do that. I think I did it in Lesson 39, but we'll do it again. I think you did. And we'll call it by a separate name. And then you guys could even add verbs as they get done. So, yeah, yeah we could do that. We could. Do, I'll do that this week for you. <laughs> well, that'll make it a little easier. Because, yeah, if you don't remember, what I've got to do is go through and tag my lessons because then I can remember what lesson did we have this in and what lesson did we have that in, which I don't remember. 
unless I look at them. So you know what I'm uh, doing so you, is I'm making a, a Braille hard copy Braille. I'm I'm making a chart and putting it in hard copy Braille with the columns, yeah. and that's helping too. Yeah, so that helps too. You just and work I, too hard. I like um, I like this uh the, these classes because well when I was in school I I never I never took Latin classes. Mm-hmm. Is it making sense to you? I mean, are, I mean, are, you're not bored with it, or you don't think? Oh, it's not too- bored, not oh. at all bored. And this is a good refresher because it has been years okay. since we did this, and I don't ever remember okay. doing synopsises, and that right. helps. Well, just so I'm not boring you guys, or getting too too far over your head. That's all. Uh, you know, let me know if 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 you're totally lost. We we can always go back. This is this is whatever you want it to be, really. So. <laughs> I well, feel like I'm back in school because I never uh, did as a high school, so I feel like I'm back in school. <laughs> oh, well, good. I, I I guess that's good. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's – I noticed I we have a I am confused lot. about one thing, though. Um, yeah. Okay. So, like, if we take our favorite verb, amare, okay? Okay. Um, when you had um, the present tense and we did the columns, first, second, third, um, right. you had the theme vowel as part of the ending, like as, uh, you know, as and at, and, you know, amare. Well, actually, no. Then, the, the ending is S-T-M-U-S-T-I-S-N-T. But in the one chart, in the one chart, you had it with the A's and then the S. You know, you had you did the um, O S it. You know, um, yeah. I've seen it done both ways. Okay, so um, so um, which which way um, do most books? uh, Which made as way does most books do? Most books say the stem is A M A. And the personal yeah. endings are O S T M U S T I S N T, and you add those endings to your um, A. Um, hmm. All right, because um, when I did the linguistics did. class, they did it the other way. They took off the are, and then you have um, and you put the yeah, ending. yeah, yeah. You take off the are, and that gives you your stem. Take off the R E. Um, take off the R. I mean, they they took off the A R E or the oh, R A. That's very that's strange. I wonder why they did that. So yeah, that's that's. That's but the well, one chart that you gave us has the AS, it, it does, it has it that way, you know. And yeah, well, now it, I may have done that to show you, yes, maybe I did that to show you first conjugation versus second conjugation. Yes, I that's don't what know. you did straight across with the call, right? Right, so like, so the ba- basic way is take the, take the RE off, and that gives you your stem, except in third conjugation where the E changes to I yes. for the present tense. Other than that, it pretty much um, works. Well, third I.O., it doesn't work very well either. But other than that, it does. So you have your stem and you add O-S-T-M-U-S-T-I-S-N-T. And for those of you that don't remember or haven't been here, remember that those endings are your verb endings. So like O is I, we learned the song. S is you, T is he, T is she, T is it. Muss is we, this is you, and today. You'll never be able to hear The bullfrog is singing along with us. And Zoom isn't helping. Yeah, the trouble is it's all getting messed up. O is I, S is you, T is he, T is she, T is it, Muss is we, Tis is you, and today. And that works all the time, except that sometimes M is used instead of the O. So I guess we should say O and M is I, S is you. And so then you've got all your verb endings for all the tenses except for the perfect tense. And in the perfect tense, it doesn't work. It's e is the it e must is this error for the perfect. And the other thing that puzzled me with the synopsis is you have like amo, okay, and then you said, um, well, you know, we'll conjugate do a synopsis with amo third. Yeah, I make you I make you write the infinitive because if which is I could just tell you what the infinitive is, that'd be probably easier. But I want to make sure you know what conjugation it is, so that's why I do it that way. Oh, and I most, see. I think, and so I think most verb, Latin books do it that way. So too. the verb isn't called amo; it's called amare. Well, no, I would <laughs> say if you look at most Latin books, it's called the verb is called amo because that's the first principal part. That's the first principal part in a dictionary. That's the first form you would see if you looked up the word to love. You would say amo. So I think 
it, I mean, it depends on your terminology. Some of the more modern books like to do it like you did Spanish. And so they would say hablar. They would say amare. But the older textbooks would say amo. The verb is amo. The verb is duco. The verb is wideo. Yeah, this linguistics book was one of the modern ones that listed yeah. the infinitive and it said to love. Yeah, and that's fine. And you can do it that way. Yeah. Uh, we had our, That's the way the Eke Romani, I think, did it. Uh, that same way. So it just depends on how you want to do it. As long as everybody knows what we're doing, that's the main thing. Uh, it can be done either way. Just like some books, fourth principal part of some books is UM, fourth principal part that I gave you is US. You can do it either way. Truthfully, if you looked it up in a Latin dictionary that was a real Latin dictionary, it would probably be UM. But I like the US better because it makes it, it makes it easier when you're trying to learn to use the participle, which is what the fourth principle part is. Yeah, we don't want to take... <laughs> you don't want to get in too much, right? Thank you so yeah. much for doing all this, and thank you for going yeah, over and over. Yeah, because this we appreciate it. It really needs a lot of repetition, and I know that well, might frustrate you, but I think it's, it's really valuable. Well, it's hard. Yeah. You guys are at a real disadvantage because you don't have a book. Yeah, now, if we had a book, we want to take the facilitator's time. <laughs> it would be different if we had a book, but we don't. And uh, why don't you say, just create a book and be done with it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I'm kind uh, of doing that in a way. Yeah. I guess I am kind. Of. Uh huh. Um, but you guys have given me an idea. I, I really should write a Latin book for homeschool students because I don't like some of the ones that are out there, and uh, maybe I should really do that. But are there yeah. are there Latin books on Gutenberg? Any uh, guides on there? Project Gutenberg? That's a very good question, and I don't know the answer to it. Uh, there Gary, are some on Kindle. There's, there's one. Well, I'm what's on at. Bookshare? Because almost anybody can get books. Oh, they got a million of them on Bookshare, but they some of them are awful. Like one of them, every time they give you a reading, it says image, and that's all it says. It oh. never shows you the reading. Now, Wheelock is on there. But it's awful. The long marks didn't come out right, and it's, you know, it's. Have you looked lately, are, though? Well, I, yeah, I think I. But I'll look again. Hey, you Gary, guys can look. Yes. This is Musi. Uh, I just want to tell you, if you do get this book written, I love the way you put history and mythology and uh, um, creative writing kind of things in there too, and the songs. Oh. So. Well, good. I think good. it'll I make a great. That. It'll make a great book. Yeah, well, we try. We try, you know, we try to do that. Okay. So, uh, just, uh, you know, just like, but let me know if, like, sometime if I teach you something, like, I'm going to teach you something in about three weeks that you're going to hate. You're going to be mad at me probably when I teach it. And we're going to have to go over it and over it and over it and over it. But don't feel bad about that because we will. Why so would you ever it. get mad about I don't get that. <laughs> I got mad when I learned when I learned it. It was the only time I ever got mad in Latin, and I got so mad, I got so discouraged. I didn't even want to think about Latin. Are you talking about subjunctive? Nope. Talking about Jaren. the passive voice. Jaren. Nope. nope. No. The passive no, voice. the passive voice isn't that bad. It was terrible. I'll tell you all about it in three weeks. Anyway, <laughs> let's look at these synopsis. We had three more to do. Now, I feel for those of you that. That haven't been here, I'm sorry, it's going to be a little boring probably. But let's look at these, these synopsis we have to do. Remember, synopsis is we're going to write the present, imperfect, future, perfect, pluperfect, and later on the future perfect. Uh, Gary? In one person, yes. What's the difference between pl pluperfect? I somehow missed that. Pluperfect, pluperfect and perfect. and perfect. The perfect just means I did it or I have oh. done it. Okay. The pluperfect always means I had. I okay. hadn't done it. So it's like right. one degree further back in the past than the perfect. All right, thanks. It's like one degree further. That's why they call it blue, mm -hmm. more, more past than the perfect. Okay, that's why. In principal <laughs> parts, um, you're spelling it P-A-L, um, and, and that's what it is, principal. I always thought the principal yeah. was the principal of a school in P-L-E. He is. He is. He is. But it is principal. I don't know why. Okay. At least in my books, it is. Isn't it nine X? You're the, you're the ball. You know more what, about it. P A L. Yeah. Yeah, I never thought it should be anything else. Yeah. 
It is. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. The, like principle is more like a noun, isn't it? But the yeah, L-E, this, I mean. This, this is an act. No. Oh, yeah. With the yeah. L-E, it's, oh, yeah. a, it's a like noun. It's the first principle of something, yeah. The principle. Anyway, yeah, it. it's it's usually spelled A-L, I believe, in all my books anyway. No, I've never seen it spelled L-E, no. But you're right, though, Carla. The principal is your pal, so you, that's how you teach kids to spell, you know, principal. So, yeah, you're right. So I All never, right, Duco. Okay. How do we do Duco? First singular. We're going to say, I lead. I was leading. I will lead. I have led. I had led. How do we do that? How do we say Duco, I lead? Duco, yep. Duco, bomb. Oh, go ahead, man. Yes, you're right, Moosey. We've got to do the infinitive. Infinitive is? Ducare. Uh, Ducare. Okay. What conjugation does that mean that it is? Second. Uh, third. How do we know it's third? It doesn't have a long second. mark. Right. If it was long, if it was, and I'll be very careful to give you the long mark if it's second. D, and God knows how to come out on your Braille display, but D-U-C, long, uh, short E-R-E is third. Remember, first conjugation has A-R-E, second conjugation has long E-R-E, third conjugation has E-R-E. Third I-O has E-R-E, and fourth conjugation has I-R-E. Remember that little song? All right. So it's third conjugation, and we're going to do it in first singular. And what's the stem? What's the present stem? Duke Nope. Present stem. Oh, I'm sorry. I was doing the principal parts. I'm sorry. Yep. D-U-C what? E. Yep. D-U-C-E. Even though it's going to change to an I. The stem is D-U-C-E. Did we already do, did we already do the principal parts? No, we didn't. Now, principal parts. Because that's what I was told. All right, what are they? Duco? Duke. Duke. What? Duke Ductus. Ductus. All right. Now, present stem is Duke. What's perfect stem? D-U-X. Dukes. That's right. Okay. So how do we say I lead? Duco. Yep. How do we say I was leading? Duke Bam. Yep. D U C E B A M. All right. How do we say I will lead? Duke Bo. Duke If it were second conjugation, yes. Uh oh. But it's third conjugation. Remember, first and second is Bo Bis Bit, but third, third I O, and fourth is something totally different. Anybody remember what it is? Uh-uh. Ducam, D-U-C-A-M. Remember, for third conjugation, a, uh, I is the I is the vowel. I, O, and U are the vowels used in present tense. So we left out A and E, and that's what's used in the future. So it makes sense in a funny kind of way. All right. So it's ducam. Now, what about the perfect? Duxi, D-U-X-I. Yep. yep. Blue perfect. Duke's, Duke, let's see. What do I have here? Duke's Aram. Duke's Aram. And remember, pluperfect's going to mean I had Len. Very good. All right. All right. Punio, what conjugation? Uh, fourth. Yep. What are its principal parts? Punio, uh, punire, puniwi, punitus. Yep. Got it. All right. Present oh, stem wow. is. I didn't help her either. Present stem is um, P U N I. Yes, Puny. it's fourth Puny. conjugation, so the stem <laughs> is P U N I. Puni, and the perfect Puny. stem is P U N I V. Yep, P U N I V. Okay. By the way, what's this word mean? Punish. To punish. All right. And we're going to do this in second plural, you oh, yeah, plural. So we're going to say, you punish, you were punishing, you will punish, you have punished, and you had punished. How do we do it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, present. Punis. That would be if it was singular, yes, but it's plural. Punitus. Punitus. P-U-N-I-T-I-S. All right. Punitus. What about the imperfect? Uh, Punaba? P-U-N what? I-B-A-I-T-I-S. 
Not, but well, almost, hmm. except that you forgot it's always I-E in Puni Oh, Puni A Batis. P-U-N-I-E-B-A-T-I-S. Puni A Batis. By the way, in real conversational Latin, they did sometimes write Puni Batis instead of Puni A Batis. They did sometimes contract it. You'll see it sometimes. But it really is Puni A Batis. All right, future. Puni Ebitus? No, because it's third because it's fourth conjugation. <laughs> um I bet you little Roman children did that though. Uh, Are we gonna be punished? Puni Abimus? I bet they did that. Puniatus. P-U-N-I-E-T-I-S. Puniatus. Oh. All right. Now we get it a little easier. What's it gonna be for perfect? Now, maybe it's not easy. Puni we something. Puni wistis. P U N I V I S T I S. All right, and pluperfect? Puni. Hmm. Puni Yes. Yes, you almost had it. Puni Well, I have. I had it written down, but. It- it looked like too much word. P-U-N-I-V-E-R-A-T-I-S. Puniweratis. You had Puniweratis. That's it. P-U-N-I. By the way, sometimes in real conversation, Latin, they would contract that to Punaratis. They would take that. Oh, wow. But all right. Now, last one. Audio, third plural. What are the principal parts? Audio, audire, audivi, auditus. Yep, albio, albire, albiwi, albitus. So what conjugation is it? Fourth. Fourth, yep. yeah. So how do we do Very it? Very good, wow. No, you do. Uh, um, what is the first one, per- third person? Third plural. They. Present stem. Oh, wait a minute, stems. She's right, we got to do the stems. Present stem is? Um, Audi. Yep, Audi. Uh, I wonder if that's where they get the name for the car. You know, Aldi, I don't know. And the person, because oh, yeah. that also means here. That's also how you tell one person to hear, to listen. All right. And the, yeah, my uh, nephew always said that he wanted to he wanted to get an Audi. And then the yeah. perfect would be Aldiv. 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 Yep. All right. Present. Okay. Aldion. Audit. Aldi. No, Aldiunt. Oh, oh, it is the plural. Yeah, Audiunt. I was looking at Audiunt. Singular. Audiunt. All right, imperfect. Okay. Audibont. 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 Remember, you always have to have I E. A U D I E B A N T. Audibont. And future? Audient. Audient. Good. Perfect. Audi Verant. Audi Verant, yes. Audi Verant. Audi Verant. All right, blue perfect. Okay. Audi Verant. Yeah, Audi Verant. A U D I V E R A U T. Audi Verant. All right, I'm proud of you guys. You hung with me on this. It's not easy. I'll send you a chart. I'll send you a chart of all the tenses we've had that might help you uh, Beautiful. get this together a little bit with principal parts, with meanings, all that stuff. Now, before we read our story, which I wanted to do, I would like to go over the new part of this lesson so you'll have something to do next week. I'd hate for you all not to have anything to do <laughs> next week. So let's go down to where it says new phrases. And we only have four phrases this week. Quorum. We had that one before. What's a quorum when you're in a meeting? What is a quorum? Minimum amount of people that you can have need to conduct business. Yep. And it really means of which or of whom. So it's like Hmm. the number of whom, the number of which you need to conduct business. And that's funny that, you know, everybody says, oh, Latin's dead, Latin's dead. Then they say, you don't have a quorum for this meeting. And they don't even know they're using Latin. So, yeah, Latin is still very much alive because we see it every meeting you go to. They say, is there a quorum? <laughs> All right. Requiescat in pace. Have you ever read the story called uh, 
The Cask of Montalado by Edgar Allan Poe. Yes. I Excellent. hated it. I, hated I loved it. I hated it. <laughs> I read it in a scary night when the wind was blowing, the storm was storming. I remember reading it. I didn't care. I didn't care too much for it, but it's a pretty good story. So I really didn't like it. Every time I went <laughs> in a cave, I thought about it. <laughs> anyway, that story uh, has that phrase in it. Requiescat in parque. Let him rest in peace. In and peace. it's sometimes yeah. abbreviated RIP. R-I-P. Um, speaking of death, rigor mortis means the stiffness of death. If you watch police shows, they say rigor, mort rigor mortis is set in, meaning the body. I can tell how long it's been dead according to whether the stiffness of death is in there or not. Si wispakem parabellum, which means if you want peace, prepare for war. If you want peace, prepare for war. It's P-A-R-A. Is that imperative? It, indeed it is. Okay. Prepare. Or war. Yes, it is. So the imperatives are usually in the singular the same as the present stems. And then to make the plural, you add I to Parate. By the way, remind me, I'll add that to your I'll add that to your verb chart. Because we've had oh. we had imperatives way, way back, way back. In fact, you remember the irregular imperatives? Uh -uh. Blank, 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 and blank. Remember them? Deke, duke, fock, and fair ought to have an E, but it isn't there. Those four verbs have irregular imperatives. Oh, yeah, I know them. Deep, deep, fuck, and fair. I remember doing that with you, Gary. Was it a lesson I missed? Or? You've been about all of them. I don't know. I'll bring it out next week. You'll see it. It was in It was in a lesson way, way back like last <laughs> October or something. So something the like imperative that. always addresses the second person, right? Yes, if it you does. Want, if you want, you have to prepare. Okay. Yes, yes. Unless yes. you so count you the inclusive the let's. It's not really an imperative. Well, that's a subjunctive then. It's a subjunctive, but it's that's still a subjunctive. Inclusive. It's an imperative of funny a different way, but yes, yeah. that's a subjunctive in Latin. Uh, and I guess in Spanish and French. Well, in French they call it an imperative, actually. Well, anyway, I review for you here the perfect and the pluperfect tense because we're going to get our last active indicative tense today. Future perfect. And you won't see this tense an awful lot, but it's there. This tense means I will have done something or I shall have done something. Remember, I shall have, you will have, he will have, mm -hmm. we shall have, you will have, they will have. And all you do is do it the same as you did the pluperfect. Take your perfect, take your fourth, take your third principal part, drop the I. And instead of adding eram eras erat, add ero eris erit, erimus eritis erut. Mm -hmm. And so, like for we de o, you'd say we de ra, we de ro, we de ris, we de rit, we de remus, we de ritis, we de rint. I will, I shall have seen, you will have seen, he will have seen, we will have seen, you will have seen, they will have seen. And you're going to say to me, but we never say that in English. <laughs> well, you're kind of right. That was like the next thing I was going to say. Although you might say it in England. For example, you might say, well, if I miss next week, you will have already had such and such a thing. You might say that. Uh -huh. But chances are you don't say it often. However, Latin is a little more exact about the way it expresses time than English. So in Latin, if you have what's called a future more vivid condition, Latin uses a future perfect where in English we use a present tense. So, for example, if you were going to come to see me and we were making plans about that, and I would say, if you come tomorrow, we will go out to Bob Evans. Okay? <laughs> what I okay. would really say in Latin is, if you will have come tomorrow, see, I would use future perfect, we will go to Bob Evans. So the main clause is future. The if clause in Latin is future perfect because it's action that's going to happen in the future, but it's going to happen before the main verb. So in Latin, you have to say, if you will have, if you will have come to see me tomorrow, we will go out to Bob Evans and we will go out to regular future. And that's called a future more vivid. Hey, and Garrett, you could say, once you get here, we'll go to Bob Evans. Uh, 
Well, and you know what? If I said that in Latin, I would have to say, once you will, I've gotten here. Oh, okay. But I'd have to say. Now, in English, we would say, once you got here, once you get here. But in Latin, we have to say, once you will, I've gotten here. Okay. So that's true. Now, you're going to have some sentences this time, but you don't have to translate that future perfect like a future perfect. You can translate it like a present tense in English. But just be aware of it. Just be aware of it. All right. So you have some sentences to do. You have to add the future perfect to these synopsis we've just done. Uh, and you have a reading from our friend Marshall that you always like that funny guy who writes these funny poems. You have a reading by him. And we have some sentences here. A couple of them are famous. A couple of them are Ovid and Seneca and some of those guys. So that's good. That'll give you something to do for next week, something to cut your teeth on <laughs> for next week. All right, I want to look at this little story. Well, that's a pretty long story. And, but this story is the kind of story that a Roman kid would like to hear at bedtime. This is like a bedtime story for them. Uh, you know how your mother read you, God knows what stories you might have read <laughs> for bedtime stories, uh, Little Red Riding Hood or Three Bears, or I don't know what. But probably the Romans read, uh, they, they might have heard this story told to them by their parents. Uh, chances are. And it's a pretty good story. But let me fill in the gaps. Romulus is dead. First king of Rome, gone. Remember how he died? Um, how did Romulus die? Um, if you don't remember, I don't blame you because there are two versions. And you can believe whichever version you want. He Give us a hint. One version, one version <laughs> says there was, any, there was an eclipse. They were in the Senate having a Senate meeting. Suddenly oh, there was an eclipse. He disappeared. He disappeared. Well, actually, they saw him go up into heaven. As a god, they saw him. <laughs> he was gone. And when everything came back, he was gone. He became a god. Okay, that's the first version. Livy says he doesn't really think that version is right. He thinks the second version might be more right. What was the second version? He took Romulus. off. What? Romulus, Romulus was sitting there in the Senate. It got real dark. All the senators jumped on him, killed him, cut him up into little pieces. Oh, yeah. He was murdered. They took a piece of him out under their toga when they left. And that's why no one ever saw him again, because they took him out under their togas and they buried him later. And so no one ever did know what happened to him. Hmm. I can't imagine what you'd do with all that blood, but I guess they think which no past, no no Somebody needs to mute. <laughs> what, what were you saying? I said no plastic wrap. No plastic wrap. That's right. They had to wrap him in an old toga, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, can you imagine? But that's what they say in that version. Might be more plausible. You know, they wanted rid of him. Maybe they got tired of him. They thought he was being too dictatorial. I don't know. Anyway, they got rid of him. So they had a period where they had no king because they didn't have any way of, they didn't have succession. They didn't have it fixed up yet so that someone's kid would become a king. So there was a period where there was no king. And then they picked an older guy. Excuse whose name me, was New boss. Yes. You need yes, to know that it's 39 after you said you wanted to know at 40, and I didn't want to interrupt your story. So You're it's on the job. Thank you very much. Thank <laughs> and you, you want to know when much. it's 58 after as well? Yes, I do. Thank yes, you. I do. So I can get time to shut up. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, the second king then is this older guy whose name is Numa Pompilius. And he is a very religious king. He establishes, remember, this is very early in Roman history. So he establishes a lot of the ways that the Romans are supposed to worship the gods, the way they're supposed to conduct sacrifices, the way they're supposed to, uh, you know, interrelate with all the different gods, that kind of thing. And he ruled for 41 years. He ruled for a long time. And then he died. And then there was another period where there was a, no king at all. Then they picked a third guy. His name was Tullus Hostilius. Now, from his name, you might be able to guess something about him. Tullus Hostilius. Can you guess anything about this guy? Um, something about hair. Hostilius. Oh, host. 
hostile. He's going to be a warlike king. He's going to commit war. He's going to kick everybody's butt that comes <laughs> against Rome. And so, sure enough, he gets involved in a war with the Albans. Now, you remember who the Albans were? The Albans were the people living in the city of Alba Longa, where Romulus had come from. And these guys had been friends all this time. Albans and the Romans have been friends, so much so that their families would intermarry with each other and so forth. But now this guy has got a war started with the Albans, and so they're not going to be too friendly from now on. And that's where our story <laughs> picks up. It's called One Hero Wins a War. So let's look at this story. Ubitalus Hostilius, Rex Tertius Romano. Where is this? I, I can't oh. find it. Could you help it's me down this? below your synopsis that you just did with Alvio. Right after you did your synopsis of Alvio. This is lesson 45. It says reading. Reading. One hero wins a war. Okay, thank you. I just found it. it. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Ubitolus Hostilius, Rex Tertius, Romanos Regebat, Pugnabant Romani, cum Alcibibus Albi Longi, Orbis Quae Non Proco Aberat. Now that sentence looks terrible. It ups, and you're going to say, I don't understand a word of it. But you've got to read it all the way through, and then you might get some of it. Or maybe you'll get all of it. All right, what's it say? Ubi tolus hostilius. Ubi means when. Where? When tola, it can mean where, but here it means when because it's not a question. When it's not a question, it means when. So when tolus hostilius, Rex Tertius. The tenth king. The third king. The third, the third oh, king. Third. The third oh, king. Romanos regebat. Ruled Rome. Ruled over Rome. Romans. Pugnabant Romani cum kiwibus albilonga. Okay, Pugnabant. The Romans fought with the citizens of Albilonga, a town right, Romans, which was right. oh, wow. far away. That's right. The Romans fought with the citizens of Albilonga, and the word city yeah, is genitive because it describes Albilonga, of Albilonga, a city which was not far away. Okay. I already told you that. Pugnare tamen voleban neque romani neque albani. Now, what's it say here? Kind of surprising. They're in a war, but what? Voleban. They wished. Right. They wished to fight is what it really says. But what about? They wished to fight neque romani neque albani. Neither, Neither the Romans, Romans nor, the, nor Albans. the Albans wanted to fight. Why? Mm. Na multi Romani al amicos al propinquos in urbe alba longa habeban. Mm. Because many Romans had neither friends nor relatives in the right. city of yeah, either, either mm -hmm. friends mm -hmm. or relatives in the city of alba longa. In fact, I'm going to tell you right now. That there's one person in this story who is engaged. There's a Roman girl who is engaged to someone on the Alban side. We're going to talk about her a little later. So they're all, you know, it'd be like if people in Manhattan waged war against people in the Bronx or something. I don't know much about New York. Or people in Pittsburgh waged war against Gettysburg. It would be almost like that. All right. Itaque Romani concilium copiunt et nuntios ad albanos mitum. What do the Romans do? I give you the, a lot of these words at the end of the story, if you remember. The Romans did what? I don't understand. They planned. They made a plan. They made a plan. And what do they do? And they sent messengers to the Albians. They send messengers to the Albans. And here's what the messengers said. No necesse est inquiunt cunctis Romanis cum cunctis Albanis pugnare. Mm -hmm. uh, he said it is not necessary. Wait a minute. Notice the way that inquiunt comes right in the middle of that. Did you notice that? 
It yeah. is not necessary, they say. And the reason they do that is in real Latin, if this were really a Latin manuscript you were reading, there would be no punctuation in it at all. And so uh, this inquion acts like a quotation mark to show you that what came before it and what comes after it is quote. Is a quote. Okay. That's why they do it. So it was. it is not necessary, they say. Um. For the Romans to fight with kin, kin, with all the Albans. It's not necessary for all the Romans to fight with all the Albans. In other words, we don't want to be, if we, why, why should we all fight in this war if we can pick someone that might win the war for us? Why should we waste our lives? And so that's what they're saying. And you're going to see there's a, there's a perfect answer here. No sinter milites nostros, ratres habemus trigeminos, nomine horatios. <laughs> All right. What do they tell you? No, we inter milites nostros. Among our soldiers. Among our soldiers. Soldiers. Okay. Habemus. We have what? Triplets. Brothers. We have triplet oh, brothers. brothers, triplet brothers, nomine Horatios. Name Horatio or something. Right. Name the Horatii. It's in the accusative, but the nominative will be Horatio. So, yes. So, uh, named the Horatii. Okay. You, among your soldiers, mm-hmm. have what? <laughs> Triplets. You have triplet brothers triplet. named Curiaceae. Now get that straight. The, the Horatii are Romans. The Curiaceae are Albans. So you got three Romans. They're going to fight against three Albans. All right. C. Waltus, he fratres cum illis pugnabunt. Golly, Dave, a future tense there. What do you know? If you wish. If you want. Right. If you want. These brothers will fight with the, with each other. These brothers will fight with those. And? And? Victores proili, victoriam belli, pro patria sua, reportabunt. And? Okay, reportabunt is the, is the, is the verb, and they and they will bring back the victory of the war for their nation. So, in other words, it's a way of saying whoever wins this, whichever set of brothers wins this battle, that's going to be what the winner. That's going to be who wins. Okay. Now, I don't need to tell you. You already know who wins, right? The Romans wouldn't be telling this story to their children <laughs> if they lost. So you know who's going to win. But it's kind of suspenseful to see how it works out, as you're going to see. All right. Hope concilium albanos delecta. This plan what? Please. Pleases the Albans. Ple- pleases the Albans. Yep. Fra- you can say pleased because a lot of times in vivid narration, they use the present. Much as we say, I go, and she goes, but we mean I said, and she said. You know, so we like the historical present. Is that the historical right, present? Right, historical right. present, or vivid present, yes. And so, fratres in proilium festinat. In battle. The brothers hurried. The brothers hurry into battle. Ferrociter pugnant horatii et curiatii. You can hear the swords hitting each other. What are they doing? Ferociously. Yep. Ferociously, the Curiaceae and the Horatii fought. Okay, so they're they're going to it, man. All the Romans and all the Albans are watching them. And they're doing their thing. They're doing their thing. But notice what happens. Unus a Curiatiis, Wolnus a Kippet, Tum Altair, Dane de All right. One of them one uh, of the- uh, receives wounds. All right. Mm-hmm. One of the Curiaceae receives, receives a, a wound. wound. And then another. And then another. 
And then? Then third. And then the, the third. third. So you got three wounded Albans. Wounded Albans, okay? Now, notice though. Curiatii tamen duos ehoriatiis necon. Um, so the the two the, the, the curiae the curiae that is the Alban guys right the wounded Alban oh, wow. guys what do they do they killed two of the okay so you got two dead Romans wounded now that's kind of an interesting match isn't it you mm -hmm. got two dead Romans and three wounded Albans. So wouldn't you say that's kind of an even match? I mean, you got one guy that's mm -hmm. not wounded on the Roman side, and he can do a lot of damage, but you got three guys on the Alban side who are wounded, but they're still alive and breathing. So it's going to be kind of an interesting match to see what happens here. All right. Unus horatios contra tres curiatios voneratos stat solus, said in Colimus. Well, that's just what I just told you. The one Horatian man stood against the three wounded guys. Right. Okay. Stood alone. Yeah. But alone. Unharmed. Yep. Alone, but unharmed. In other words, he's safe. He's, so, okay. Horatius Tamen, known Timet, said Concilium Coppet. Well, that's not a surprise because you know the Romans are going to win this. So what's it say about this guy? He's not scared like, oh, my gosh, I'm the only one left. He's not doing that. What's he doing? What's it say he does? He's not afraid, but what? Um, we're going to look at the vocabulary. Concilium. He comes up with a plan. He makes a plan. He makes a plan. And his plan at first horrifies. The Romans, when they see what he's doing, it horrifies them. Because look what he does. Ex illo loco yam curit. He runs. He runs away from that, from that place. From that place. Yeah, he runs away. So here this guy turns tail and starts running. And the Romans are going, oh, my gosh, our hero is a chicken. He's a coward. And what's he do? A curiati is a fugit. And he runs away. From the right. Curiatii, but he's really not running. He's using a shrewd strategy because what's going to happen? Can you tell? Mm. All right, well, let's read. Curiatii horatium petunt. The, the, the Curiatii do what? Petunt. They, they seek run after the, the Horatii. In other words, they try to get him. They come after him. But what? Said quod vulnerati sunt magnis intervalibus current. But because they're wounded, wounded. what they, do they do? They run with great um, intervalis. Looks just like English. Interval, yeah. distance. In other words, here's this one <laughs> wounded Croatian. He's wounded, but he's trying to catch up. But the guy behind him is more wounded, and he's even further behind. So what he's doing is separating them. He's separating them so he doesn't have to fight both of them at one time. So he's separating them. To get them separated, then he can fight one of them at a time. And that's what he does. Itaque ubi unus curatios fratres criterit. Horatius say where it at Unum Neca. So what's he do? He runs, boom, 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 boom. Suddenly he turns around. The guy's running up to him. Boom, stabs him. <laughs> Dead. That's what he does. Okay, that's what it said in Latin, but not quite as vigorously as I did. So when one Curiatius passes the brothers, the Horatius turns himself around and kills him. Kills the one that he passed. Okay. All right. Eterum again. What's he do? A fugit horatius. This will make a good movie. You know that? <laughs> he what? He a fugit. He flees. 
He flees the Horatius. Okay, he flees the Horatius flees. She runs away again. <laughs> and the Romans are going, oh my gosh. But notice what he did, does. Iterum say where it at Uname Curiati East Mecca. He what? Say where it And he kills another. Another. Okay. Hokomodo in this way. Omnes trace curiatios necat horatius udit. One one person kills all three of them. One person kills all three. So that's how the Roman won. He used his brains and used his feet. Victorest horatius. The victor is the Horatius. And he has, and the Romans have the victory in the war. And there we go. You guys read a story today. And it's a bedtime story. You can tell your kids that if you want to, or your grandkids. That. Anyway, any questions on this story? Pretty, pretty. Uh, wouldn't you say it's a pretty suspenseful story? That yeah, some of the little words get you sometimes. Like they the do in the and they, the Tommins and the, they do, they do. That's every Latin student that's ever breathed. And that that's, you know, and that happens in all languages that I teach. It's not that, you know, it's words that you can't put a picture on that are hard to get. You're right. Now, let me tell you the, the sequel to this story, which is quite interesting. They have a big parade mm -hmm. to honor the winner. He takes a cloak off of one of the dead Horatii and puts it on as a trophy. And he comes into the city of Rome. His sister had been engaged to one of the Curiatii who had been killed. Uh, and she sees her brother wearing this cloak that she had made for her lover, for her uh, sweetheart. And what would you do if you suddenly saw a parade and you knew your brother had won and killed your sweetheart? What would you do? Cry. You would. And that's what she did. <laughs> and she cried. Immediately, when her brother saw her cry, he killed her. What? And he says, die then, forgetful of your dead brothers. Go down to the underworld and be with your lover down there. He says, may <laughs> all women perish thus who mourn for an enemy of Rome. <sighs> now, some of the citizens got kind of upset about this. Because, I mean, after all, all the girl did was shed tears, right? And they brought him to trial. And they put him on trial. And finally, after they couldn't decide what to do with him, they asked the girl's father and his father, too. What do no, you think? Boss. Should... Yes, I know. I got to get done. It's what 58 do... after. Thank you. Thank you. And I'll make sure you get out of here on time. I won't keep you. And so <laughs> they asked the father, what would you do? What do you think we should do with your son? He says, well... If he hadn't killed her, I would have punished her. So I uh, think it's all right. Uh, anyway, you got your assignments for this week to do uh, the rest of the lesson. Do what you can. Enjoy. And I'll talk to you next week. And I'll send some charts out to you. Not next Thank you. I thought we were not having it next week because you're colonoscopy. Oh, oh, no, that's Holly. That's Holly. She won't be oh. our host next week. But oh, I'll be here. Sorry. No, oh, and I'm talking about my class that I teach on Thursdays. I do oh, Christian I book chat. Your, yeah, I told you. that's in a class of Holly's on Thursday that she teaches. When I get All right. I'll talk to you guys next week. Same time. Goodbye.